is the fact that it actually brings your engagement higher. Even if you're starting, it's better for you to do it and do it with the quality that you have or the time and editing that you have. But guess what? You're already one step ahead of the game with your competitors because you're already posting that. And they're still deciding if they want to do it in the first place. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Start Your Influence podcast. This podcast is co-hosted with Jessica Whitaker, photography expert and CEO of Build and Bloom, which is a photography network. It was awesome to be a guest and also to talk about how photography can be marketed on Instagram. So go ahead and listen for these three innovative tips on how you can market your photography account on Instagram, as well as if you are a business owner or have a product that you want to possibly launch in the future this podcast is for you it is going to be amazing take a paper and a pencil and enjoy these tips i'm jessica whitaker and in this episode my friend val is going to be speaking on three ways to rapidly grow your instagram account specifically if you run a photography business val is an instagram marketing expert and she does have her bachelor's degree in marketing val's going to share some very innovative tips that you can apply to your profile right now before we get into the show i want to give some insight on how I met Val is it's a really cool story. So Valerie and I met through our mutual friend Peter in 2016 and we met because she was a model in my first ever YouTube tutorial for photography. It was a behind the scenes video. It was 10 tips to improve your portrait photography, something along those lines. It's actually one of my most viewed videos on my channel. And ever since then, we've stayed in touch, we've made other videos together, but it wasn't until August 2019 when I made the move from New York City to Seattle where I was born and raised that we started hanging out. Val's been so, so generous by introducing me to her friend group and including me in various activities. Just as I've made this transition from New York to Seattle, it's been very lonely. There's some weeks where it's very depressing. And Val's just been such an amazing friend to me when I've needed it most. So I just wanted to give that bit of background and information and it also does reflect in how she teaches, uh, whether it's in her own podcast, on her social media, in her workshops. She teaches from such a place of generosity. She doesn't hold anything back. And I really think that you are going to learn so much from her in this episode. So without further ado, let's go ahead and meet Valerie. You're listening to the Build and Bloom podcast with host Jessica Whitaker, an educator of film and digital photography to beginners, both in workshops across the globe and online. Creator of the Build and Bloom group on Facebook, one of the largest and most engaged photography communities with over 60,000 members, and founder of non-profit Sister Sister, a monthly networking group for young women in media. Jessica Whitaker cuts the fluff and will help you to grow your photography business with practical, actionable tips in every episode. If you're ready for a roadmap to a better personal and professional balance, then Build and Bloom podcast will help encourage, empower, and educate you to not only build your dream business, but sustain it. And now, here's your host, Jessica Whitaker. Val, welcome to the Build and Bloom podcast. I am so excited to have you on the show. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be getting into this and thank you for having me. I think this is an honor and I'm super excited to have your listeners gain some knowledge today. Let's do it. My name is Valerie. I am an Instagram and social media marketing expert. I have a bachelor's degree in marketing, so that is how I started. I began from school at UW and that was a big start for me. Then I went into Instagram through a lot of experience. I have four years of experience on Instagram marketing 
specifically alone there. And I also have a lot of awesome free resources for you guys on my podcast, on my YouTube, on Instagram, and this is all available for free. And I love teaching it because this is my passion. I wish that someone would have taught me at one point all of these tips, all the tricks, and how to really use Instagram as a marketing tool for your business back in the day and now I'm doing that for you guys. That is pretty much my mission statement in a couple of sentences for you guys. Alright you guys, today we are going to give you tips that people pay money for and really find this kind of information in workshops and we're giving it to you guys for free so today we're going to go over three tips for organic Instagram growth. This is Instagram growth, first of all, that is not fake. We are not gonna advertise any Mm -hmm. fake bots or likes or followers, and it doesn't require any monetization. So you don't really need to invest money into this. So if you are on a small budget or you don't have any budget at all, this is the perfect tips for you, and you can really use them to leverage your business and your marketing and reach more people with your Instagram account. Amazing. Oh, let's get right into it. Cool. So one of the first things that I want to go into, and I think it is super Mm -hmm. important, because before people actually decide to follow you, they go through this step and through this profile and through this process, which is actually your bio. And I want to talk about optimizing your bio and also your profile in general. I want to hit a couple things that are super important. I see a lot of people make this mistake because I feel like this is like your resume. When you are going to to get a job or applying, you show them your resume and same thing comes to when you are trying to attract following or clients you want to show them who you are right away off the bat and you don't want them to be confused so thanks so same thing applies to your Instagram bio And it's kind of like your face as well. Resume and a face is a very good way to look at it. I definitely recommend you guys take notes right now. This is going to be some awesome stuff. So one of the first things that I recommend is providing a description. And the description should really target how you can help others, what value you can bring to others, as well as some of your expertise. Maybe if you have, for example, five years of photography experience, you can put that in your bio. Also, if you are specified in a specific area of photography, like, portraits or weddings or senior photography go ahead and put that in your bio because you want people to see right away how you stand out from everybody else once they get on your profile let's say you're a photographer and when you mentioned having your bio share how you're able to help others add value to them how would a photographer do that if they're not in the education space but they're just not just but they are serving Right. So with a client-based bio, you just want to attract clients. I would say that you would put out how you maybe can help your clients. So what I would say is would be a really good, at least example is I make my clients feel like they're models or professional models, or maybe like what is your what is your even goal in when you are taking pictures of people? And this kind of is your. It's not a call to action, but it's kind of your offer. What do you offer your clients? And maybe you can put that in your bio so that people can see clearly why they would want to hire you or who you are in the first place. So it can be like, hey, uh, or like capturing moments, Mm -hmm. capturing the best moments and making you feel beautiful while you're at it, you know? So that's kind of like a basic outline, but it can be something along those lines, especially if you're a photographer. 
would you recommend putting the style of photography you do? Let's say you do light and airy. Would you say want to incorporate those just adjectives into? Okay, that's good. What about photographers who are beginning to dip their toe in education? I have some of my own photography business course students who are starting to build out their email list. They're starting to teach on YouTube. I think especially now that they have a little bit more time during um, quarantine to, instead of four hours on the shoot, unfortunately the shoot has been postponed or canceled. They have four hours now to create a YouTube video and distribute it. So what's something that somebody who wants to go into education whether this is a big part of their business or just something right now, how could they optimize their bio to include that in addition to their photography services without it being overwhelming and like just a ton of words? I highly stress also putting like tips or tricks. Do you teach your, if you are teaching your, you know, if you are teaching people on Instagram with photography tricks, put that on there because when people go in your bio they want to see what they can take away for themselves because for example let's look at one person who puts I put like for example let's not even talk about photography but fashion just for example Uh, one bio might have I'm a fashion blogger and then the next bio can say fashion tips and tricks for you so which bio makes you want to follow that person more of course the second one because you see the value that the person can bring to you like it's great for that first option that's great for you that you have you know fashion and you're really good at it but what is that good for what does that do for me as a follower who's deciding if they want to you know be following you and see your posts on their con in their feed so go ahead and put the value that you can bring if you are doing photography tips if you are doing posing tips for example or editing tips tutorials put that on your bio and this can be just two words editing tips you know it doesn't have to be a big because obviously we're all constrained with words there and characters so definitely put those tips and tricks whatever you are producing in that bio i love that do you recommend having the bio um be in separate lines so where you do return or basically you're making a new paragraph um, and separating it out just so that it's not this long this big chunk of text so definitely up to your preference for me I think it's a little easier to read when it's one word and then it's the next sentence right and I, I feel like it's for me, but also we have to realize that I believe it's the four first sentences that are visible when you go visit a profile and then the rest of the sentences and everything is closed off. So then you have to click on it to see more. So definitely if you are going to go that route, then make sure that you have your four or three most important sentences or descriptions about you or the value that you bring to people in those three lines. That's why I highly recommend. And then also really cool, this is an addition to also your bio as well as it is another kind of subcategory to having an optimized bio is to have a call to action. And having that call to action at the end of your, this actually I would recommend having this on that third line. That's why I have my call to action. So I say go visit my course below or click on my website below or see my portfolio below, right, if you're a photographer. So you can have that or book with me, book to book, click below and have that on that third sentence so they can see that it's visible and you're automatically doing a call to action to your followers. 
So we can go one way where we can create a, some kind of freebie or like posing tips or outfit guide for engagement sessions. You can have that be something you are linking and then calling your followers to action too. As well as we can maybe flip that sentence where we say click to view portfolio. We can say click to see your future photographer, click to see if you will like my profile or my portfolio, more wedding, wedding photography examples. So something that maybe they are looking for inspiration, right? Maybe they're looking yeah, for yeah. wedding inspiration and maybe have. So I, I think what's very powerful is when you have the word you or yours. Yes. Because you're directing yeah. towards the person and you're talking mm-hmm. to them one on one. You're not just like advertising there with a billboard, but you're actually having yeah. a conversation with them when you're saying you or yours. So right. definitely try to involve those two words. Those are key in any actually in any call to action or even when you're posting posts or stories, make sure you always so you can word something how to improve your how to improve your how to improve posing, for example. But you can also say how to improve your posing. So once you have that in there, that is so much more powerful. And think about adding that to your bio and call to action that will make it a level higher and will probably convert more people and be more clickable. I love that. And I love that you said you can still bring inspiration. If you don't have tips and tricks right now, or if you don't want to provide tips and tricks, like you're like, look, I am not interested. I just want to really focus in on building my photography services for clients. That's fantastic. We're not saying that you have to all of a sudden have posts and resources on your site, but switching the wording, if you are going to link your portfolio, switching it from click below to view my portfolio to find your wedding inspiration below. Yeah, that's so good, Val. And even going into just a tiny bit where you were saying, switching the wording to say you, one thing that I've tried to do is when when I do Instagram stories, I'll really try to change the language from hey you guys hey everyone to you. you I definitely don't always do that like I'm not always going to be on it but I found that when you just say hey there I'm so excited to share with you a new YouTube video I'm so excited for you to listen to this new podcast instead of saying hey everyone new podcast is swipe up swipe up it just changes the dynamic and it builds um it builds a relationship with yes. your audience stronger too. relationship and it's one-on-one than just to mm-hmm. everybody else yeah yeah well actually like we go into my course kind <laughs> of a little bit so in my course we go into building a profile for your audience so we mm-hmm. actually so when you go on your stories you actually know exactly who you're talking to we literally build three to, three to five like audience that in our heads they're imaginary yeah. but we build them out we literally have names for them because you should okay. know who follows you you should know that okay yeah. i have this category of people who are ages 18 to 20 who are who do these hmm. kind of activities then i have people who are from 20 to 25 and they are for example yeah. mamas or you can say young professionals whatever and you should know that who your followers are and why they're following you if they're locals maybe talk about something local on the story so always have that image of your follower in front of you when you are writing your call to actions, you're writing your bio, you're writing your stories, super important. So let's go into our last category when you're building and optimizing your bio and that is adding a link. And this may seem super simple, but I know that actually a lot of people, I have this question come up. So 
what if I don't have anything to link? You know, what if I don't have a website? Maybe you're a photographer who's still in the process of maybe updating or getting website up in the first place. And you're kind of like, okay, so what am I going to link? So one thing I recommend is if you're a photographer to have a portfolio, maybe you create an album in Pixie Set and you can just attach a link to that album and just have your best works in that. And that can work as a portfolio. Also another option, which is really cool is I've seen people link their posts and the post was about them so it was a post that was about them and pretty much oh, okay. when you click on the clickable link on instagram on the instagram bio you get to see who that person is and you get to know them better and in that about me post you can put all the factors that make you stand out from everybody else maybe your experience how long you've been doing this and really awesome factors that can convert your follower into a client so that is a really awesome idea yeah, love that. Do you recommend if somebody has product or a service they're selling to have the link be that product directly or do you recommend it to be a resource? Of course, it's better to have a freebie because most people are cold audience and cold followers. So once mm -hmm. they click on it, they're obviously most likely not going to buy right away. They And you need to warm them up. That's a factor in a lot of things. This is just a marketing this is just a marketing factor that applies to Facebook ads, to AdWords, to running your own freebies. So most people are cold audience. So you really would, so it's really better to run your clients and audience to freebies or something that they could appreciate and then become a warmer audience then maybe pro may then maybe look at your profile more and then th you can convert them later through your stories through your posts or even retargeting ads to those people so that is kind of for sure i definitely think that if you have a resource that you can give away maybe some kind of posing tips some kind of outfit inspirations or even inspirations for wedding photos in general then go ahead and do that first it's gonna definitely give you a higher conversion rate in the long run i love that that's such good advice oh my gosh so good <laughs> you are so good at explaining everything in a very simple way no matter how complicated it is because i've there's so many resources out there that just overcomplicate and just make you leave feeling overwhelmed and like now you have this huge to-do list and I just love the way that you teach whether it's in a podcast format whether it's written format on Instagram posts or also in your online course where you do go really in detail but it's not going to intimidate anyone it's not overly complicated because a lot of us are so still new to social media. I mean, social media has only been around for, you know, maybe the past seven, five, right, six five, years. Exactly. Yeah. And the form that we're seeing it now, it's constantly evolving and there's always new things being added and changed and algorithm and it can feel very overwhelming. And I just love the way that I love the way that you teach. Thank you. Thank you. I believe that everything that is simple is definitely going to be the best and it's just even when it comes to anything in life, when it's simple, it's so much better to understand and that means it's going to work. And that's kind of how I teach as well. I want you to understand what you're supposed to mm -hmm. do and take action on it right after I yes. teach it. That is my key. I don't want you to be confused, overwhelmed, or feel like this is something I don't understand and can't do and never yeah. going to do. So I want you to just feel like this is doable. You know what? And I want to give you hope and everything because you guys can reach it and you guys have so much potential. All you have to do is take action action and have instructions that are clear to take actions upon.
Oh, thank you so much for your support. Let's go into the second tip for today. And my second tip for you guys is going to be to be consistent. This is something oh I see... Oh my gosh, it's so hard to do. <laughs> right. This is something we all struggle with, yo. This is not just something, okay, I'm going to teach you guys how to be consistent. But some sometimes we all struggle and that is okay. But we need to find a way to make this better, to make it work and work for us and not have us work all the time for Instagram, right? So one of the ways that I recommend when you're looking at being consistent is to not work and go based off of your emotions because your emotions will always lead you down. One day you might be super inspired to go write 55 posts and the next day you're like, I don't want to be on Instagram today. Like I just want to delete the app. <laughs> so that is something we can't be working and you know, putting our trust into as human beings in general because we're super emotional all the time. So what I recommend uh, to go to prevent that is to actually use things that are automatic and something called a content planner. These are awesome tools. So I want you guys to write this down, whatever you are. If you're driving, please take a moment later. But I recommend Later. It is This is a really awesome app that automatically post your posts ahead of time for you so you can just put them into the system and maybe take a hour or two out of your week i usually do this personally on mondays i love doing that i just take a couple hours i do all my content planning and automate my posts for the week obviously if something comes up or a post may not you know match a certain day or something happened in your life and you want to change it up of course you can change it up it's not something that you have to set in stone but you can always come back to that but it's so good because once you have that you don't have to worry about your posts daily you don't have to think about that caption you know what i hate when you're dreading that you need to have a caption down and you're like thinking about it the whole day yeah <laughs> it's like the last option <laughs> But but you know like when you when there's a Bible verse in the in the caption they were just done like that was the last <laughs> exactly comment <laughs> please interact so that's what I'm saying that's the whole point of all of these resources is that so you don't have to stress you don't have to worry but you have this all automated because a business should be automated it shouldn't be something you're worried for every day and that's what we're striving here right we want your photography business to be something that is running efficiently that is automated it's not just a hobby or something you do by inspiration but something that is set in stone also the second app that I was gonna give you guys is a content planner which which is called preview so this is a little different than the actual content planner that posts for you but this is just a really good way to look at your feed I know a lot of photographers are probably gonna be concerned for their feed I think this is a lot of I think we as photographers or content creators are always worried about that because it's our work it's kind of like the what you're putting on display it's kind of like your face and your makeup you know <laughs> it's like this is my this is my baby you know I don't want it to look bad and Sometimes we may be thinking what is our post going to look like if we post it on our feed and this is what this app is for. Preview lets you look at your feed ahead of time so you can visually see. So if you are not really thinking about automation at the moment but you just want to look at your feed and just make sure your colors all look together. Maybe you have a light and airy look or maybe you have darker tones and you want to make sure that it looks consistent. Use this app. It's very good visually and it's free. Both of these apps are free. There are uh, paid subscriptions on both of the apps for upgrades but they're all free and accessible for your 
business at the moment especially in the beginning so check those out i really recommend consistency on your instagram is important because your followers need to know that you are reliable and that one day you're going to post tomorrow you're going to post and the next day after tomorrow they want you want your followers to take you seriously and if you're just here one day the next day you're not there i believe that it is not it's, it just doesn't make your business look good. And especially from a business perspective, right? You want to represent your business from a consistent and reliable source. So I definitely recommend doing that. The main goal from all of this content planning in the first place is that it saves you time. And that's all I want to bring to you because you're gonna see so much more time in your hands when you're just sitting there relaxing and you know that, okay, tomorrow I'm gonna have something to automatically post for me and you're just, pretty much relaxing and chilling. You don't have to stress about it. All you have to do is interact, go on Instagram. Literally, okay, like I yesterday I checked. I, okay, can you guess how much time I spend on Instagram every day? Like what, you know that timing? No, <laughs> an hour, an hour. So yeah, I literally spend, so you guys, like just a little, when I was on Instagram, before I did Instagram marketing and Instagram as business, I used to spend three to four hours a day just consuming content as a consumer on Instagram, just stalking people, liking, showing off, and messaging you know random people just to interact. But that is literally what my life was. And now, can you believe it? As I'm making money off of this platform, as I'm making a business and building a business, I'm spending less time. And that's, I think, ironic because most people think that for you to be successful on Instagram, for you to use Instagram as a marketing platform, you need to spend so much time for that and you, they're just not ready for that commitment. I've seen a lot of excuses like that, like, oh, I just I just don't have time for Instagram, like, for my business or just to grow as my following, I don't have time for that. And I'm like, yo, like, I'm pretty sure you're spending more time on Instagram than me. That is the crazy part, I think. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that the whole point of this is to do it the smart way and not the way that takes a long time. This episode of the Build and Bloom podcast is brought to you by Contractista, my favorite resource for lawyer-drafted photography contracts. Photographers, running a business legally isn't optional. Even if photography is your part-time side hustle, you must use legitimate contracts to protect yourself and your clients. Hopefully, you won't have any issues pop up, but on the off chance that something does happen, you want to make sure that you're covered. It's like having car insurance just in case of a fender bender. It protects you for the just-in-case scenarios. And just in case, you need to have a real contract created by a real attorney. If you DIY it, you're risking the chance that your contract wasn't actually legally binding at all. But then, of course, having an attorney to draft one for you can cost thousands of dollars. Contractista is your one-stop shop of attorney-drafted legal documents for entrepreneurs. Actually, not only are they attorney-drafted by a business and intellectual property attorney, but they're also peer-reviewed by attorneys with over 30 years of experience in contract drafting for multinational corporations. Anyways, Contractista actually has bundles specific for photographers that cover portrait photography contracts, wedding photography contracts, plus some legal disclosures you have to put on your website. Just like you have to have car insurance to drive a car, you have to have attorney drafted contracts for your clients and websites to run a business. 
head to jessicawhitaker.co slash photography contracts and protect yourself from that just in case. Use the code BUILDBLOOM15 at checkout for 15% off. That's BUILDBLOOM15. JessicaWhitaker.co slash photography contracts and use code BUILDBLOOM15 at checkout for 15% off. Let's go into our last tip for today in growing your Instagram organically. And the third tip is having valuable content. So what is valuable content I look at it as content that is saveable. So this is something that your follower sees and they enjoy and they want to save it or send it to their friend. And when it comes to photography, I can give you guys a whole list of things you can use. This can be posing tips. This can be inspiration for outfits. This can be makeup looks. This can be prop ideas. This can be photo locations. This can be things like giving your followers some kind of uh, inspiration just from photos. So what I do is sometimes for my Instagram is just giving my followers inspiration for at-home photos right now because we're all at home and we all need to create content for Instagram, right? Because you still need to post and some of us are actually running out of content. So what I created for my followers is photo ideas at home that you can create by yourself and I just have a whole bunch of screenshots attached in my post and you guys, I get so much saves on these posts. I have posts where I have 400 saves, 200 saves, just because people find value in that post and they want to come back to it later and they want to recreate that content or use it at a time where they need it again. So that is super important. And what is behind the savable content is the fact that it actually brings your engagement higher. Once the Instagram algorithm sees that a lot of people are saving your posts, they will start bumping it up to more people. So your, your posts will start getting more exposure and your posts will start seeing more people. What I mean save is that savable little mark that we have, that bookmark on the right side of Instagram. Just creating savable content is actually valuable and people will see, when people see value that you give them, they actually lean more towards you and they kind of feel like they owe you kind of, it's kind of like I owe you. So once you create that valuable content for them, they already see that wow, okay, well, this photographer has already given me posing ideas. They've given me so much that I want to use in my photo shoot. Why don't I actually look at them as my potential photographer for the future? So you're already one step closer to booking that client when you're already having that contact with them, when you're already in their collections for safe, you know, inspiration. So how amazing is that? And this is an easy resource that you can use. All you have to do is dedicate some time to brainstorm what you would like to create that's savable. Could save something savable also be in the format of the image having text on it? So creating something in Canva that's a list of songs to listen to on your way to a shoot to hype you up. So this is totally up to your profile because for my personal profile, for me to put text it just doesn't really match into my feed but for you if you already have a few things that are maybe some quotes that you already previously put up or you want to integrate this into your feed totally go for it and just analyze what your followers like in reality it all depends on our followers and how they engage with our content and also i wanted to say that it doesn't have to be in the form of just images or visual a lot of times and what i did previously before i actually integrated uh, these carousel photos what i did was I literally would just put it into my caption. So you can just have a basic photo and in the caption just be like three ways to make your photo shoot a little better. 
and put the list and the keys in your caption, people will still save it because they can read. So they'll, they'll, they'll come back to it. Even if your photo really doesn't have anything to do with the three tips, right? It's just a photo maybe from your portfolio, but it really will resonate and people will still save it. And I've seen that happen before and that's based off of experience. So it's up to you. Uh, you can use it in a video format. Obviously you can do a tutorial. I, like we do on IGTV, like I highly recommend. Um, so you can do it on IGTV, you can do it with a photo, you can do it with text over your photo or in your caption. There's lots of ways you can think of it and be creative and just see what matches your aesthetic and what would work with your audience. Also, let's touch upon IGTV. I know that okay, we are yeah. big advocates of IGTV in the first place. I wanted to say that in IGTV is super awesome right now because it is a platform and an area on Instagram that is getting more and more attention as we are talking and right now this is a perfect time to invest into IGTV and create some kind of valuable tutorials in this area. This can be tips, of course. This can even be talking about maybe a project that you did recently and you just want to share it with your followers. So use this platform because first of all video is super awesome video is growing more and more and more and more people are attracted to video versus a photo and that is something that is key and also it's a lot easier for you to get your point across in a video than in text that's limited or and people are not going to read like 45 you know essays of your you know your experience with the photo shoot or something or your tutorial so it's really easy to just give that information in video format and I know Jessica really uses that as well and what is your what would you give to followers especially on IGTV right now now I'm doing or have done gear my favorite kinds of SD cards, that'll be one video. My favorite speed light flash, my studio light collection. I did an unboxing of some studio lights. I did a video on my favorite external hard drive. So instead of choosing to do my favorite gear or my gear collection, I decided to break it up into pretty quick videos. And I edited those on Final Cut Pro, but you can edit them in I use the, the app InShot for yes. a lot of my videos. It's yeah, really the free good. version too. One. So InShot's great. One thing though that I think is important when it comes to your IGTV, you want to get their attention and really share what they're going to learn within the first 10, 15 yes. seconds. But you don't have to create these in you know, your camera. It could be still with your iPhone. And I think the beauty of Instagram TV is that it can be with your iPhone. It can People have a lower... There's a lower yes, bar for yes. it. It's not YouTube it's where not. it has to be a, a, the pressure of having it as production. You, Of course, you can take those extra steps. And I'm sure, you know, those might get a bit more, they might be more visually appealing. But at the end of the day, it's still on Instagram. It's still within the phone. For those who haven't done Instagram TV, but have something to say and to share, now is the time. Let this be your opportunity to create within your phone to make it simple and just to get started with it rather than continuing to say, well, I need to learn how to use Adobe Premiere right, Pro first. Right. Even if you're starting, you're already standing out from your competitors because they're not even using it in the first place. It's better for you to do it and do it with the quality that you have or the time mm -hmm. and editing that you have. But guess what? You're already one step ahead of the game with your competitors because you're already posting that. They're still deciding if they want to do it in the first place. 
Yeah, especially, especially, like specifically, you guys, for Instagram TV, you, we all know that not that many people are on it, but those who are on it are rocking it. One amazing account is called, it's not a photography account, it's called Trini Woodwall, I believe. She runs, she owns the cosmetic company Trini London, so like Trinity. Her Instagram account and, you know, I don't know who's coming up with a strategy. I'm sure that she has a social media manager just because of how much content they're producing as a company and then also her as the owner. She does an amazing job with Instagram TV. It has for like a solid year. Your Instagram TV can be three minutes long. It doesn't have to be the length of a, you know, 10 minute YouTube video. But I would really encourage those who are thinking, I don't have anything though to talk about on Instagram TV. I don't want to be a YouTuber. I don't want to create video, but you know, maybe I do want to do Instagram TV. I just don't know what to talk about. Go look at Trini London's owner's account, Trini Woodwall, I believe. Uh, Such good examples for just inspiration and just showing that you can make it on your phone, you can make it snappy, and you can create out of anything. Um, Oh, a great series she did was all of her, she does closet confession. So every Instagram video, TV video is my jacket collection, my favorite pairs of white sneakers, my favorite jeans. So for you, if you're a photographer, talk about your favorite lenses or your favorite songs to listen to. You know, what's also good is to have a behind the scenes video. Uh, You know, you don't have to actually show your face if you don't want to or talk in front of the screen. Just go record behind the scenes of your photography and just like you taking pictures. Just put your iPhone literally on like literally on the like rock and then go take pictures of the process and make an IGT video of us walking, us taking photos, the end results, you know. And you could even if you make it even one minute. 10 seconds you could put it on tiktok it just cut out the last you know as long as you cut out 10 seconds of it reuse it so yeah i'm glad you shared because i knew that you have a lot to say about that as well and you're a really good photography example when it comes to igtv so so to everybody who's listening go ahead and take action off of this put this and implement it into your week into your monthly strategy for instagram i want you to actually take action not just listen to all of these tips but literally if you take away one thing but actually take action on it it's better than if you take away five things or six things ten things but you don't actually do anything so go ahead i want you to plan one thing that you can implement into your week which is better if you have two to three but implement something this week that you can put in to your Instagram and change. Maybe you can make an IGTV video. Maybe you can right now optimize your bio right after listening to this video. Or maybe you can create a freebie that you can put into your link. This is just ideas, but I want you to actually take action because that is the most powerful thing you can do and take away from all these free resources and these tips that we give you. I love that. Can I just add one more Instagram TV video idea photographers could do? Is share about your favorite camera and lens combo. Even if you're not interested in doing photography education, you are still adding authority to your profile, even if your profile is simply portfolio and something that clients follow you on. You're not looking to teach. Listen, you still talking about your favorite camera and lens or what's in my bag shows clients, oh, look at her fancy camera. She's professional. Yeah, subconsciously, it still creates this, I'm a professional photographer. I'm creating authority in my industry, even if you're not looking to teach, even if you feel silly, like, okay, I don't feel like what I have to say is relevant to the content that I'm posting. What I have to say in this Instagram TV about my favorite camera and 
lens combination that has nothing to do my clients don't care they might not necessarily care about the topic exactly or have it apply to their life but it will add a bit of that authority Val, where can everybody find your resources as well as your workshop? So a lot of my resources are scattered around. So we have my resources on my podcast. So I have lots of informational content on my podcast that is focused on Instagram marketing. So you can use that right away after listening to them. They're very, very easy to understand. A really quick listen and you can implement them. So I'm even looking at my list right now. I have some things like... Um, how to build loyalty through personal branding or how to organically gain followers with zero investment. So this is kind of like this topic, but goes in a little deeper. Also, I have life hacks for effective hashtags and we go deep into analyzing hashtags and how we should be using them because I feel like a lot of us, when we use them, we kind of just throw a whole bunch of stuff into our comments or into our posts and we hope that it does good, but that's not the right way to do it. And I go very deep into these subjects on my podcast. It is called Start Your Influence Podcasts pretty easy to remember. I have it on iTunes and Spotify. I believe you will find lots of value in that as well as my YouTube at Val Lissitsina. And my Instagram will be in the show notes so you guys can go ahead and go into that resource and I think you'll find everything else you will need as well. Actually Val, before we go, could you share a bit more about the workshop just for those who have made it this far who are interested in taking that step further perfect so of course i'm super excited i think this is an amazing opportunity for you to actually level up and utilize instagram for your business this is the guidance you've been waiting for because if you are tired of not seeing results of not booking through instagram and feeling like you're just posting and you're not really resonating or catching anybody or don't really have an audience this is for you and what i have in my course is 4.5 hours of material that will make you an Instagram expert. (laughs) Wow, that's amazing. Thank you. And I put all of my knowledge, absolutely everything that I have learned into this program because I have had a big demand for people asking me for tips or one-on-one coaching. And I was like, okay, you know what? I want to make this more accessible to more people and put in a program that can help more people and is actually affordable. The course is very different from everybody else because I go into detail and what I see a lot of people do is give information but they don't give it all and I what I want to focus on is giving you guys everything so you guys don't miss one detail about Instagram so I have 19 lessons which is a lot but the thing is they're all on average of 15 minutes and they're so doable but at the same time they go very deep into touching every subject even touching masks because this is something that is new people are just getting into it so story masks are filters for your stories and I'm sure you've seen people use them before where they have that effect a retro effect or they have some kind of questionnaire that they are answering or quiz so you so you can use these and you can create your own which is really awesome and what is really key about story masks is is that your account name is actually clickable when so when people use your mask they can actually click on your name and go onto your profile so the more people use your masks the more exposure you get so it is a whole different marketing method you can use in your instagram and i actually share with you guys how you can create story masks or resources that can help you create them as well say that we are one third into the year so this is a perfect time to analyze if you are reaching your goals, are you going towards that success, towards that 
towards that goal that you put for yourself for the year. And if you are not, maybe this is the time to make a decision to level up or reach that number of following you wanted or get the amount of clients you wanted at the end of the year. And this can definitely help you achieve that through Instagram marketing. You guys can check it out at jessicawhitaker.co slash Val. It is an amazing way to reach and find all the information about the course. It's going to be located there. Also, I want to say that I have a limited time bonus right now on the course where you can get my presets on top of that. Any package available from Val Presets, you guys can check them out at valpresets.com. So I also have desktop version as well as mobile. So if you're a photographer, maybe you can go for the desktop version of the presets. And that really comes as a bonus and is worth more than 97 dollars so that is an awesome opportunity for that it expires at the end of the month check that out and you can take advantage of that opportunity as well val thank you so much for being here there are so many good information um, and tips and tricks that you have shared that i'm excited to implement in my own business and i'm so excited to see those who are listening to the built to bloom podcast right now to implement and to use to grow their business don't forget jessicawhitaker.co slash val for the course all of valerie's social media um, information and links that's where you're going to find the show notes awesome thank you for having me how great was that episode oh my gosh we learned so much right for all of the resources that val shared in today's episode pop on over to jessicawhitaker.co slash val and if you want to take it one step further would you do me a favor and leave a review on itunes if you enjoyed this episode if you learned anything drop those five stars and take 60 seconds to leave a review i'm going to screenshot the reviews and send them over to val so that she can be encouraged with her time that she spent today teaching us on the podcast thanks for tuning in and thank you for taking the time to leave a review on itunes and i'll talk to you on the next episode bye thanks for listening to the build and bloom podcast if you love the show leave us a review on itunes to keep it running this also helps other photographers to find this free resource looking for more Join over 60,000 photographers in the Build and Bloom Facebook group. Just search for Build and Bloom in Facebook groups to join in the encouraging and empowering community. You can also find Jessica's tutorials and tools on YouTube and Instagram at Jessica Whitaker and show notes and further resources on her website, jessicawhitaker.co. Thanks for spending time here. Catch you in the next episode.